Hey, redheads and everyone else listening. I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian, and today's a really cool episode is one of our favorite topics. Stephanie, especially you, is freckles. Woo-hoo. And we feel like we don't give enough attention to freckles. We talk about skin all the time. Skin is probably our favorite topic stuff. I feel like yeah. even amongst you and I, we talk about skin constantly. Um, but freckles is kind of a whole different ball game because is it just freckles? Is it like sometimes pigmentation? Um, how to like keep your freckles safe, of course, using, you know, really good skin routine and lots of sunscreen. But we are talking today to Haley Smith Taurus. She's known on Instagram as the freckled esthetician. So we thought it'd be really fun to have her on because she's a natural redhead. She has freckles. And she's built her whole skincare esthetician business around having freckles and being a redhead. So we just thought she would be the perfect guest today to talk all about one of our favorite topics. Yeah, which is obviously freckles and Haley's skin background. um, She obviously specializes in skincare treatments. And she also specializes in customized facial treatments, face reality, acne boot camp, which is really cool. Um, We'll definitely go into detail about that and what exactly acne boot camp is. I know, Adrian, I never really have heard of it. Um, I know. We'll go in. We'll go into more detail. It's basically an advanced form of chemical peels, which yeah, we love which, chemical peels, which we used to get chemical peels all the time. So it will be just really fun to dive in more skincare with her, especially as we get into the spring months, which is, of course, you're more prone to probably be outside. And um, and yeah, I, I actually got my annual skin um, skin check recently. And which is very important, guys, I think everyone should go get an annual skin, whether you go to a dermatologist or you have your primary care doctor check. But yeah, it's just important, I think, to be on top of those moles and those freckles. And Stephanie always feels like she didn't wear enough sunscreen growing up. (laughs) So she's always getting her skin checked once a year, which is so important. Me? I feel like I always got a sunburn growing up. I wasn't outside as much as you, but I did get a lot of sunburns. Like I definitely, I remember one of the worst ones I've ever had in my life. I'll never forget it. And I remember you always being sunburned though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like I was in the sun so much. And then I did read something that up to 80% of your total lifetime sun exposure occurs the first 18 years of your life. So wow, wow. And wow, then yeah. I think there's some statistic out there that if you've had x amount of sunburns, I don't even know what it is off the top of my head. I can't I don't want to quote anything that's not accurate, but it was something like if you get x amount of sunburns before a certain age, maybe it is 18, you're more prone to melanoma. Like that's kind of scary, but that's so scary. I also think that it's maybe hard to apply sunscreen when your kids like who wants to apply and who wants to even carry it i know no i know and, and you know what sunscreen is so much more advanced now like we we just had like kind of the worst sunscreen growing up in the 90s so i feel now know. these kids have a much better much better options i mean yeah. there's like baby sunscreen kids sunscreen sticks sprays you know lotions there's so many options out there 
Yeah. And especially if you have sensitive skin, there's like, there's so many options too, where that's kind of sometimes why I didn't like to wear sunscreen because I was so, I would break out immediately and it was just awful. Um, but a little bit more about Haley stuff before we call her up. Um, she's known as the freckled esthetician on social media. Um, she's the owner and esthetician behind the freckled skin studio in Forney, Texas. She's a natural redhead with many years of experience. Uh, her background allows her to do a lot of different skin treatments like we just discussed. And she's also an in-house esthetician for Dermascope magazine, where she provides insight on continuing education and advises on all things skin. And then outside of the world, she's a mother to three beautiful boys. So maybe she can touch upon how to put sunscreen on kids, right? <laughs> That's actually really awesome that, yeah, we can definitely talk to her about that. So let's give her a call. Guess what, redheads? The H2 Bar Box is now offering a deluxe version of the Beauty Box sent out four times a year in addition to the monthly box. You now have two options for enjoying the Beauty Subscription Box for redheads. The monthly box is worth $80 plus and the deluxe quarterly box is worth $250 plus. Each and every product is Redhead Friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. Hey, Hilly. It's Stephanie and Adrian Vendetti from How to Be a Redhead. Hey, how are you guys? Hi. So nice to have you on. We were actually just scrolling through your Facebook page and are marveling at the before and after photos. They are so cool. Yes. That is just awesome. The the we'll get into the acne boot camp, um, and we'll get into all of your procedures. Um, but first, whenever we interview a redhead, no matter their expertise, we always ask, "How was it growing up with red hair? Do you love it? Hate it? Do you love it now?" Um, I think like most redheads growing up, I did not love it. I don't think I met another redhead until high school. Um, so growing up, I didn't love it. I always colored my hair brown, um, oh, wow. really dark brown. And now though, as an adult, I love it because I realize how like unique and special it is to me. So it took me a long time to get here, but now I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, we're looking at you, but it looks great. <laughs> yeah. You have beautiful red hair. Um, I actually dyed my hair platinum blonde for gosh, eight plus years, I think, Adrian. So I can totally yeah. relate to the, you know, just wanting to cover up your red hair, especially as a young, a young woman. And then as we get older, I think, um, you know, you grow to love who we are in your our red hair. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So you grew up in Texas, and you just didn't have anyone else with red hair? I did grow up in Texas. I grew up in Mesquite, Texas, which is pretty close to Dallas. And no, I don't think I met another redhead until high school, honestly. Wow, that's so crazy. And what happened when you first saw them? Were you like, there's someone else except me? Yeah, at the time in high school, I was coloring my hair dark brown. And I remember she had like really vibrant, like orangey red hair. And I was just like, oh, I want mine to be orangey like that. Like it's so pretty on her and it was so long like to her, but it was just gorgeous. But it still took me like another six years to let my hair be its natural color and quit coloring it brown. Yeah, yeah, no, I know the trials and tribulations of being a redhead. We totally get it. I know. So let's talk about your redhead skin journey. Um, we know you mentioned being able to relate to your clients who have had 
who have acne and had acne and the effect that it may take on their mental health. So what was your redhead skin like growing up? Oh, it was rough. I had grade three acne starting Mm -hmm. at 11 up through high school. I even did two separate rounds of Accutane to try to help because I had already, you know, went to several dermatologists. I did all the creams, like um, different types of steroid creams, bleaching creams, all the things like that. And all the time I was just like tomato red, so, so dry. And um, like my acne was just awful. It covered my whole face, my chest, my back. It was just everywhere. Um, Mm. And I did the two rounds of Accutane and it still wasn't successful. Anybody who does Accutane, it's just like an awful journey. Like your lips are cracked down the middle because they're so dry. Your skin horribly dry all the time. So that was really rough. It definitely took me up until like two years ago to get my skin in a good place. So like in my mid 20s. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, my, my college roommate, I just remember she was really struggling and she actually, she wasn't sure if she was going to do Accutane. And then she was, she finally decided to after Christmas break. And then I just remember one time she was just like crying because like she wanted her acne to be gone so bad. But then she was also like so scared to take Accutane. And then like, it wasn't like what she thought it was going to be. And it was honestly an emotional roller coaster for her. And I just have, I had such sympathy for what she was going through. So I really understand just from living with her and experiencing it every day. It is really, really difficult. Yeah, being on Accutane is super emotional. It's really difficult to get through. Um, I'm glad that I know now that Accutane is not like the end all be all to maintain your acne. Um, But just getting up to this point was super rough. I have a lot of before and afters of my own skin on my business page on Facebook and Instagram that people can look at. And that's how a lot of clients find me is by me on personal skin. But yeah, just two years ago, it was like raw, red, not looking so hot. So because your skin is beautiful. We're looking at you right now. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's perfect. You have perfect skin. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So when a client comes in who has acne, what do you do for them? Um, Obviously, every client's different. Everyone's skin's different. um, Everyone's acne's different. So how do you kind of address that and go about kind of um, making sure that each client's situation is so different in that sense? Um, Most of the time with people who have acne, their barrier is very compromised because I've been using just endless amounts of products trying to, you know, maintain their acne themselves. Um, They also don't really have good education on what works best for their skin. So we always have to start with nourishing and hydrating and repairing their skin barrier. Pretty much everybody that comes in with acne has to go through that process first. Then I do acne boot camp through Face Reality, which is a professional skincare line whose main focus is acne. It's typically about a 12-week program for every client where you get a strict face reality routine as well as um, bi-weekly in-clinic treatments with me. And it is tailored to each client individually, so every routine and every treatment plan is different. So when you mean treatment plan, what what is that exactly? So when they come in bi-weekly for in-clinic treatments, we do a peel series. Uh, but 
each peel for everybody is going to be different. If they're more sensitized, we may do a gentler lactic peel versus if they have more resilient skin, very acneic, inflamed, we'll do something like TPA peels. Okay. And it's different from like a chemical peel. No, that is a chemical peel. It's different levels of the peel. Okay. Cause we, we love chemical peels and actually Stephanie, we'll talk about it, but when we get into freckles, I feel like it really changed your skin, chemical peels. Yeah, I think. For the best. Yeah, like I never want, I love my freckles and I never want to hide them. Um, like I use very minimal concealer and foundation, but I noticed that after college, Adrian and I both went to school in Miami. And I think, you know, even 10 years ago when we were an undergrad, Adrian, it wasn't cool to wear sunscreen and no. we're a lot yeah. more educated now, but I was noticing that my freckles were just really dark. And I think the chemical peels that we did over, I think it was a two year period, Adrian, it just yeah. really helped even out my skin tone, not hide them. Um, Cause I know when we talk about that on social, especially like our audience and a lot of redheads myself included, like I said, love my freckles. I just, I noticed that they just felt they weren't so dark brown, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it was just a really great, it was a great experience. I love chemical peels. I actually miss getting them. Um, so the, so do you have to educate a client who comes in that they will peel? Is that something that, cause I know the downtime, a lot of people wa don't want to have to hide their skin i think adrian and i you know there were days when we couldn't go out because our skin was just like was peeling. peeling i remember i was, I was out <laughs> around to, the chin area is really tough it's yeah like, right <laughs> like i remember my husband and i were eating dinner and it fell like a piece of skin <laughs> fell on the plate and he was just like okay i'm gonna go in the living room this is so gross but is that something that you have to that clients talk about when it comes to a chemical peel? Like, what are some common questions that you get asked about that? So the peeling is the number one question. Social media, people just like shedding like tremendously like a snake. Um, I love face reality because it's not just treatment plans. You get so much education as the client to take home and it does cover all um, like the um, irritating factors the peel can have, getting through the peel process, things you can do to kind of overcome that shedding. But since we do it in a series over 12 weeks, we slowly work our way up to getting that more extreme shedding. Um, I also have a lot of teen clients who were still in high school. So I'll talk to them. We just had, you know, Christmas break for them and Thanksgiving break. So I we need you in at the beginning of Christmas break and the beginning of Thanksgiving break so we can go kind of aggressively and you can peel all break and like be comfortable at home peeling instead of being in class peeling. So that is something I try to work with too whenever they're at the end of their program and they're going to be having more significant shedding. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, I don't think a, a freshman would want to be shedding in high school. I think that would just add to more, oh you know, yeah, that would be horrible. So kind of now talking about um, freckles, you know, your salon's brand name is based on the fact that you're a freckled esthetician, which is amazing. Um, I'm so happy that we found you on social, by the way. Um, how is freckled skin different? And what type of skin tips do you give clients who come in with freckled skin? 
So anybody who has freckles, we need to take care of them because, you know, our we're called a Fitzpatrick one, which is at the very low end of the skin tone scale. Um, so we burn super easily, which then in turn can cause sun damage mixed in with our freckles. That's usually whenever you get that more darker pigmentation in your freckles where it looks really uneven. Freckles have a more uniform look all over the face and the skin. So definitely lots of sunscreen, very gentle. Our skin is much more sensitive. Any little thing, you know, turns us red, irritates us, chaps our skin. So super gentle and um, slowly working your way up. It's going to be a journey. It's not just a come in one time and you leave and, you know, all your skin problems are resolved. I definitely try to help my clients who are redheads or freckles help them along that journey because it could be a really tedious process with us because our skin is not as resilient. You know, you never know how the skin is going to react and we're easily irritated. So those are things you have to try to learn to accommodate as they try different products or a different concern with their skin comes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with everything that you said. Um, I wish that you lived closer to me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just think it's so cool what you've created. Um, And I think too, with the redhead, freckles are part of our identity in a way, just like our hair. Um, And I know, so do you have freckles? I don't see any on your, on your face. Have you? Any more on my face? They're mostly along my hairline. Um, But as a kid, I did have like the thick patch across my nose and Um, and now my kids have that. Over time, doing chemical peels and acne treatments and wearing sunscreen religiously now as an adult, they've faded a lot. Yeah, no, you have, I mean, I know we keep saying it, you have beautiful skin. Oh, thank you. So let's walk us, so walk us through a situation. Let I guess maybe pretend it's one of us. And I know every single person has different skin, so it's going to be a little difficult, but say it's a redhead walks in and they have super sensitive skin, maybe like me, acne prone, um, let's say they have acne, their skin irritates uh, easily. What do you do for treatments or what does that first appointment look like? So on their first appointment, I really want to know everything they're currently doing and treatments they've received like over the past year, whether they've been getting chemical peels, any type of advanced treatment like needling, um, products they're using at home. I even want to on the makeup that they're using. That way we have a good idea of what we're getting into. Instead of just throwing a bunch of new products at them, we really need to try to focus on what's been irritating their skin and what treatments they have recently. That way we know how to move forward because especially with redheads, we need a super customizable routine. What worked Mm -hmm. for the client who just left is not gonna work for the next person that walks in. So with that first appointment, It's a lot of consultation, going over what they're currently doing, what their goals are. And then usually for the first treatment, we're just working on healing and repairing the skin barrier. Yeah, I think is I feel like part of the education too must be that hydration is okay because for so long, so many people are used to drying out their skin, but it's actually the hydration that gives you great skin. It is. And so many people have that 
thought process that like, oh, it's oily. I look oily. I want to be mattified, you know? And I'm like, no, it's not oily. It's dewy. Like think of it as dewy. Your skin's dewy, healthy, radiant, not oily. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that word dewy. And I think dewy has been popular, I want to say, you know, in the last several years is you want dewy skin. But I know, Adrian, you used a lot of acne products growing up. And that was Mm -hmm. what it was all about drying out your skin. Yeah, proactive. That was like one of the I remember I was in eighth grade and mom got me proactive and I my skin has I still remember the feeling of how dry it was. And I hated that feeling. Oh, so you're blaming her. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. But that's all that was out. No, that's all that was out there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there was no other option. And I think now too, Haley, you'll probably agree that there is a lot more out there, um, a lot more brands, um, whether we're talking about makeup or skincare, right? And it was different when we were younger growing up. Right. When we were growing up, it was a lot of the proactive. Like, that's all I remember seeing every proactive. I used proactive myself, too, and it wasn't a great experience. Um, And then the only other thing was, like, really Avon. I remember Avon had this cream, and they were like, oh, it's to get rid of freckles. And I was, like, nine, and I was telling my mom, like, I need this cream from Avon to get I rid of I actually know exactly what you're talking about. And I, it was around the time, too, that Lindsay Lohan um, had bleached her freckles. And I remember – I don't know I, – I don't think it had anything to do with Avon, but I remember the Avon catalog, knowing that product you're talking about, and then Lindsay Lohan was on the news that she had – gotten rid of all of her freckles and I was like oh my god I need that (laughs) you really tried to cover all of them stuff you used to like get the sheer mineral tin and you would just like pack it on to get rid of the freckles because you didn't want them to be seen yeah and that was when you didn't know that mineral can actually dry out your skin so you're young and I would cake on all of this stuff (laughs) on my skin and it was just it was a nightmare and yeah I look back at photos and you're like oh my god what were you thinking but you know, now, and it's so true, proactive dominated the industry. And it's so great that now there's just so much to work with. Um, And redhead skin, you know, would you say, do you feel that redhead skin is different from others? It most definitely is. Um, We don't have resilient skin. So just a few minutes out in the heat and like in the environment, we get erythema, which is where the skin turns very, very flush. Whenever you're dealing with things like that and us being more sensitive to the heat and sensitive to the environment, you deal with things like um, tool, which is trans epidermal water loss, which dehydrates the skin and just leads to more irritation down the road. So we are very, very sensitive with having hair. There's no way to overcome that. We just have to learn how to um, address our sensitivities and concerns with our skin and really be on top of taking care of it because we also don't age very well since we burn so easily. Right, right. So what's the number one thing? If, if a redhead could have one product, what, what do you recommend that they have in their routine? Oh, hands down, it has to be SPF. Okay. Yeah. SPF that you love to use, that you enjoy Using, I in my studio, I carry six different styles of SPF just because it is so important. And I want to make sure that every client can find one that they're happy with, they enjoy using, and it's a fun experience instead of being like, oh, I have to like put on this cakey, chalky, greasy sunscreen that smells terrible, you know? Yeah. yeah. And are the six different sunscreens all the same brand that you carry? Um, four of them are from Taizo. 
And then I have two from Face Reality, which is an acne-specific line, but they all have different finishes, um, and some come tinted and some come non-tinted. Okay, so Face Reality, Adrian and I haven't tried that brand. Um, could you use it if you don't have acne-prone skin? You can because it has a lot of great ingredients like mandelic acid, which is primarily for targeting acne, but it can also help with pigmentation on the skin. Oh, that's really good to know. Mm -hmm. If you're wanting a more uniform look on your face with your freckles, so it just, they kind of blend together and have a more soft look to them instead of like being so extreme, like an eight-year-old with freckles, that would be a great product to use. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because my skin is so different than Adrian's. Mine's not acne prone. And for some reason, like we um, tried a brand really recently that was an acne prone brand. And I never really have been drawn to using it. Or when we get sent products that are for acne, we I just kind of have Adrian test and try it. But um, yeah, they just had soothing properties. So it was really great for me because I do have sensitive skin. So that's really good to know about face reality. So you carry, when you do your treatments, you're using face reality? I use face reality and Glymed. Glymed plus another professional skincare line. Gotcha. Okay. And then you, um, you mentioned makeup earlier. Um, do you have any favorite makeup products? Um, I have a list that I give to my clients. It's like, yes, it's eight pages long. So it's more like a book <laughs> and it acne safe makeup all the way from primers down to setting sprays so that they can find something for each step of their routine that won't clog their pores. A lot when it's non-communogenic, meaning it won't clog the pores, won't cause acne, it's also less irritating on the skin. So even somebody who doesn't have acne can benefit from that. Oh, okay. wow. That's, That's amazing awesome. that you give them that tool to use. Right. It's all about the education. That way they know how to keep their skin looking good. And it's not just the, oh, I come in one time or I just need to come in every six weeks and my skin's going to look perfect. There's a lot of things that they need to understand and do at home to keep their skin looking great so they feel good. Yeah. And I, yeah. Adrian and I were talking before um, we got to talking before this interview started and we saw a picture on your Instagram of four pictures of your skin before and then what it looks like now and we were in awe and then we saw the caption um, about you know how you tried all these products and it made me thinking about this because it got me thinking about this because when a client probably leaves um, it's so good that you give them this eight page guide because there is so much out there, you know, on TikTok and especially TikTok. And it can be so overwhelming with yeah, and every everything's a hack and everything's the best thing you've ever used. Yeah. Right? Every, every product <laughs> is like you have to have this retinol. You have to have this toner. You have to have this. And it just then you're like, OK, but you're not thinking, is it going to work for my skin? So we loved your caption and we kind of just wanted to talk about what you said in that caption. Um because I think some of the things that really struck us were the the use of trying so many products because there are so many out there. And also um, the face razors we wanted to talk about because we actually <laughs> love those razors. But is that bad that we're using them? 
So those pictures of my skin, that was at like the peak of 2020 when we were all stuck at home. That's kind of like when skin talk took off. And um, everybody was talking about different products on TikTok. And that's all we were seeing because we were at home like doing nothing. So all the time I was like running out to the store or ordering online, trying something new, this or that. And my skin was awful. Like in that first picture, I'm like looking away, trying not to cry because my skin was in so much pain. It was literally raw. Um, I was seeing these TikToks and of course it's like 16 year olds, 17 year olds. And they're like, this is the best thing ever. My skin looks so yeah, it looks great because you're younger, your cell turnover is much faster, your skin rejuvenates faster versus me, I'm almost 30, my skin doesn't do that, it takes a lot longer, I need to be more gentle and more strategic with what I use and not just try out a different product every day. Um, so that's what I was doing on top of like the at home dermaplaning with the which isn't terrible, but I would prefer my clients come in and have me do it, you know, with a Okay. I have gotten it professionally done this um this past fall and it I I noticed a difference. Right. When you're using the ones at home that are disposable, they have the little teeth guard on it to prevent you from like nicking yourself. It's um not the same as like the regular surgical medical grade um like sterilized scalpel razor that we use. When you have those little teeth, they can cause a lot of irritation on the skin because it's not a smooth glide. And it also harbors a lot of bacteria. So the problem is, is people are using it and then like storing it in their cabinet and then going back and using it later instead of disposing of it every time. And if you don't have good knowledge of what needs to be placed on the skin afterwards, are doing some light exfoliation of the skin when you're removing that hair you don't need to immediately go in with a retinol or an acne targeting product you need to do a lot of hydration and keep the skin super soothed and calm over the next few days or even not wearing makeup the next day is very important when you do that so i'm seeing a lot of people doing it at home and they're spreading bacteria so their acne is worsening or lots Irritation. I just really would prefer people go see like a licensed esthetician to do it and you get much better results with the blade we use for what you could buy at a store. Yeah. And I remember the esthetician who did mine said I could do it every four weeks. Is that something that you see? You can. I typically, dermaplaning is super popular right now, but it's not my favorite service just because if you have a compromised barrier or easily irritated skin, dermaplaning can be a bit too abrasive. Mm. So okay. I wouldn't do it on any like first time walk-in client. We really need to get your skin more hydrated into a healthier state before we can do more abrasive or advanced services like that because dermaplaning is an advanced service. Yeah. And then I did want to ask about, because it's a procedure I always wanted to get done. I don't know if you, Adrian, would feel the same way. Microneedling. Yes. I've had microneedling done myself. Um, so it's... Stuff, we did a whole podcast on it. I know. I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> that podcast, I think she was in Texas too. Um, it's a more advanced... Um, procedure. I don't offer microneedling right now. I do nano needling, which is a less invasive alternative, but it's a cartridge on a pin 
that goes over the skin. And most of the time we infuse serum with it to help the serum penetrate deeper to restructuralize your cells and boost collagen production, things like that. It's really great for anybody who has scarring or really deep set pigmentation to help renew that skin and bring fresher skin cells to the surface. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I have to, I have to re-listen to our own podcast on that. I yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to know, do you ever have any pimples or acne anymore? Or is it just completely gone? No, I have some right now. I have one like under my chin, over here by my lip. I have two right here. Oh, I can't see, but it just looks good. But I, I'm sitting in front of a window. But yeah, I still have acne. I'll definitely hop on my Instagram, like when my face is not looking so hot and be like, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. Like I have acne prone skin. It's really important for people to understand that acne is never cured, it's just maintained. So I will get on there and show my acne. Um, I'll show my routine, what I'm using currently when I'm having a breakout. So my clients are like, okay, like I need to, you know, stay on top of the product she them to working. So I try to share all of that, the good, the bad, the ugly with my own skin. Yeah. Yeah. So, so walk us through as, as the last question about your skin, walk us through what you do for your skin routine morning and night. Um, I strictly use Climate Plus and Face Reality for myself. So same things I am recommending to my clients is what I use for myself. Um, I use, I love Climate Plus because they have so many good nourishing products. That's what really helped transform my skin. They have a great CBD line and a great microsilver line, which is healing to our skin barrier. And then I will use um, different things from Face Reality to really help maintain and keep my acne at bay. Face Reality also has really great hydrating products. Um, they have a HydraCalm mask that you can actually wear overnight when you're really dehydrated. So I love to do that too. Yeah. Do you use a retinol? I do use a retinol. Okay. Yeah. Um, I one from Glymed. They have a cream and a serum. I personally love the serum better because it just feels like such a luxe experience. You know, I want my skin fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. I think over the years, Adrian and I have tweaked our skincare regimen um, so much, right, Adrian? Wouldn't you say? And what works for yeah. you works may not work for me, and vice versa. Hydrating is is really important for me, though. I, sometimes I feel like if I have a day where I don't know, my skin's a little bit drier, it changes with your cycle too. personally. I don't. Okay. Is that true? Yeah. So sometimes I feel like it's more dry. Sometimes I feel like it's more oily. But on my dry days, that's when I feel like I have the most I could get a pimple on that day or like I could get like a little breakout on that day because it's but when my skin is super hydrated, I feel like I never have to worry about it. Right. And that's because when you're hydrated, your barrier is super healthy. So it can fight off um, like bacterial aggressors. And when your skin is dry and compromised, it's much easier for bacteria and things like that to break through the skin barrier and really cause that irritation in the skin, which leads to breakouts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We've loved having you on and all of your great knowledge. It's been great. Oh, thank you.
And we'll definitely include your Facebook and Instagram page in the notes section for listeners who are located in your area in Texas um, or who maybe are traveling um, to definitely contact you and get their skin, you know, looking fabulous. Right. Even if they're not local, I offer um, virtual appointments. That's amazing, especially in this time. I think that that's so important that you have that option. Yes. That's awesome. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. Talk with you soon. Thank you. Guess what, Redheads? The H2 Bar Box is now offering a deluxe version of the Beauty Box sent out four times a year in addition to the monthly box. You now have two options for enjoying the Beauty Subscription Box for Redheads. The monthly box is worth $80 plus, and the deluxe quarterly box is worth $250 plus. Each and every product is Redhead Friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. So I have to say, Adrian, this was another informative episode about skincare, acne, Mm -hmm. freckles, all important things that a redhead should know. Yeah, yeah. I really liked her because she was like, you know, close to our age and relatable and a redhead and a female. So I just felt like we had a lot in common with her. And yeah, I loved all of her tips. Like I'm going to Google everything that she recommended and we'll put it in the podcast notes and we'll put it in the post on howtobearedhead.com so you guys can check it out too. Um, But just to see someone's success story with acne is also really cool. And I think the exactly the success and the journey through it. And if you follow her, especially on Instagram um, or Facebook, but we follow her on both accounts, but just more active on Instagram, um, you'll see her journey, like that photo that we were saying with the four different photos. And yeah, 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 it yeah. is remarkable. And I just, you can tell she really cares about her clients too. Yeah, yeah, I know she does. And I think it's partly because she's kind of understands what she's, what they're going through if they do have acne. So yeah, it was really... It brings it, it It makes me feel good that there's people out in the world that are just helping people with their skin because it's like the first thing that people see and it's really important. Such a to, confidence booster, especially yeah. they, she said that she has some child, some kids that are in high school or younger. And I think caring for and treating your acne at that age is so important because you have yeah, so many other yeah. things happening in your life at that time. On top of having acne, I'm sure that's a lot to bear, you know, at mm-hmm. that age. So, um, yeah, it was just really interesting to hear in her story on dyeing her hair. I can totally relate. So we're, we're definitely going to have to have her back and talk about so many other things with skincare. I know. I feel like whenever you talk with any redhead, you're like, I, there's so many things that you can talk about. You know, there's just so many things that we can discuss. And she was just, she was really cool. Actually, it brought back because I was thinking about Texas. I was thinking about how we had two of our book signings. And then we also had our book, our books. Wait, no, we had our Rocket Like a Redhead events there. Two of them. No, one of them. One of them in Austin. No, and then we had our book signing. At, our book signing was in Houston and Austin. And I remember we were, I think we were in the Houston one. And a mother came up to me and her daughter actually, do you remember this? Her daughter wouldn't come to the book signing, but the mom came because she was a redhead who was about to dye her hair black. 
And I remember she said, what, what can I do? Like, I'm hoping your, your book can give her the confidence. So I don't know whatever happened. But then I remember right after her was another mother who was with her daughter and the daughter had acne. And she was like, I don't know. My daughter doesn't know what to do. What can she do for her skin? And so I recommended some things that helped me. And um, I do feel like, you know, you feel their pain. So you want them to like, I feel like Stephanie, when people dye their hair, or people like want to cover up their freckles. You really understand them. Yeah, definitely. Because I went through it. And I know what, you know, what the feelings are like and everything. So so yeah, I know. But yeah, definitely look out the, at the notes. Um, check Haley out. She's awesome. And want to help us spread the news about the How to Be a Redhead brand and this podcast? Please give us a five-star review and tell your friends, redheads, and everyone else to subscribe. You can listen to this podcast directly on howtobearedhead.com, on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to look at the podcast notes to find links with products mentioned and so much more. Rock like a redhead. Like